Hey, Josh. Hey, Vince. How do you feel about live entertainment? Oh, I love live entertainment, but you know what? I've never seen a live podcast before. Good, because we're going to do one. On August 2nd, it's a Wednesday in Detroit, Michigan, at the Logger House, we are going to be hosting a live podcast and viewing of Point Break. How do you feel about Point Break, Josh? Gosh, I love Point Break. I've, I've got some. I've got some big ideas, dude. I've got some big ideas too. We're gonna have a costume contest, and or just you know wear your wear your favorite Patrick Swayze outfit. We're gonna have fucking drink specials. We're gonna have food specials. We're gonna have a raffle, and we're gonna have Danny and Pickle with us. You should come on down to the Logger House on August second, two thousand twenty-three, in Detroit, Michigan. Michigan and have some fucking fun with us. We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze. Then we'll talk about it. We're crazy for Swayze. Gonna watch everything he made. We're crazy for Swayze. Then we'll talk about it. Hi, welcome to yet another episode of Crazy for Swayze. I'm your host, Vince Troya. I'm joined, as always, with Josh Young, our, my co-host, and, uh, you know, all-around dude around town. Josh? Ones and twos. Both? Both. Dude, what's going on? How are you? I, I got ones. I got twos. That's three. That, that's, that's how that works. That's threes, man. <laughs> uh, Joe Burke is joining us today, and we are watching the 2007 Austrian-British film, Jump. Now, Josh, this has been the hardest one for us to find so far, right? Uh, yes, easily, easily. What t- tell the people about the, the the struggles you went through? I don't know. It didn't like I, I ordered like two of them. I think two of them ended up coming. Yeah, something like that. Because I ordered like a Region Two version. Because you have a Region Two player, Joe. I do. Yeah. Yeah, and then I've I, like it didn't come, so I ordered a Region One version, or maybe vice versa. Either way, they both came. It was really hard. I think they came on the same day or something like that, too, right? Yeah, they definitely came within a day of each other. Did you have to talk to the DVD lady again? No, I didn't talk to the DVD lady this time. Um, the I think it was the Region 2 version got tied up in customs. Oh, no problems. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, you can't, you can't, this movie is too salacious. It's too salacious. We don't want to see it's, the guy jump. It's too much. It's too much. Now, it, like... I, we walked in the house, right? And Josh is sitting here watching this YouTube channel about this uh, this photographer, and he's talking us about how he takes photos of people who are jumping. And I was like, well, "That's a weird thing to do." And he's like, "Dude, this is the guy that the movie is about." Yes, that's true. I had no idea it was based on a true story until uh, you told me that. Man, I thought this whole time that it was about Patrick Swayze being a Nazi hunter. I don't know why. Yeah, I that would it, be cooler, right? I mean, although I don't, I don't know this movie yet, so perhaps this is also very cool. But right, so yeah, none of us have seen this. We we couldn't find the Region One version, so Josh got a Region Free and a Region Two DVD. Oh, that's what it is. It's region Free. That's what it is. Yahtzee. But yeah, so we we thought that Patrick Swayze was going to be some kind of Nazi hunter or like just the. The person that was going up against the defendant, like the prosecutor. I don't know like what that. I was thinking. I, I'm not He's sure. He's defending either. this gentleman, Philip Halsman, who was accused of killing his father. Correct. Back in 1928, it's telling me here, right? 
Wow. But yeah, so Patrick Swayze's second build or top build, depending on which thing you go on, you know, mm. he's gonna be playing this guy named Richard Pressburger, and he is the uh, the Jewish lawyer of the Jewish Philip or Felipe Helsman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And uh, that's that's all I knew about it until I went and I uh, I pulled up the Wikipedia page of <laughs> of the murder. Right? Do you want to hear what this has to say about this murder? Yeah. It says on September tenth, nineteen twenty-eight, Latvian Jewish dentist Murdoch Halsman was murdered on a hiking trip in the Zitriel Valley in Austrian Tyrol with his son Philippe as a twenty-two-year-old student. And uh, it says on here that it seems like he fell or something like that. And as he scrambled down the riverbank below to his father, he had noticed that he had been killed and robbed. What? Yeah. Whoa. So that's what the the whole shebang is. Like, he's trying to defend himself, saying that he didn't kill his father, but, you know. I want to see why they the think law, he did. The law know? thinks he did, you know. I, I'm not sure. I uh, It doesn't say over here in the the imdb either with its description right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just mentions that uh that he was alleged to have killed his father on a hiking trip and he's defended by Lou, uh, richard pressburger who quickly becomes to the conclusion that the judge is prejudiced against his client oh see now that's the thing like i was watching all these videos about him being an artist and never mentioned him being jewish but mm-hmm. i guess it makes sense if the judge was was racist mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I mean, most of Europe in 1928 was anti-Semitic, and a lot of America too, and still a lot of America, and still a lot of Europe. I was to say, I think it's, I think it's still. Right? Yeah, but then it was like you know was, the Nazi parties forming, like it's. It was, yeah, it was a pretty bad time. Oh yeah, it was just wasn't fun. Huh? I feel that. I feel that. So I found out that this director Joshua Sinclair, right? That's my name. You, yes, Joshua yes, Sinclair of the Sinclair family from Dinosaurs. Yes, one hundred percent. He he was. Look at me, sorry. He was a dinosaur. I'm a dinosaur. He was a doctor, a professor, a writer, an actor, and a producer. Pick right? one, motherfucker. He this motherfucker just had a huge business card, right? He directed. Shaka Zulu, The Citadel in 2001, and A Rose in Winter in 2018. Cool. Very very few and far between with his directing endeavors, right? But we're going to be seeing Patrick Swayze act alongside Ben Silverstone from Lolita, Martine McCutcheon from from Love Actually, and Christoph Solzberger from 38. (laughs) What's a better name, Pressburger or Soulsburger? Schroberger, excuse me, I pronounced it wrong. S-C-H-O-B-E-S-B-E-R-G-E-R. Okay, I like Pressburger better because it sounds like a smash burger, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like you really push it down. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I, I, I... I don't know, man. I'm excited to see this. This came out after Christmas in Wonderland but before Powder Blue. Right, so this was probably the last movie that he saw released while he was still alive, because wow. this came out in April of two thousand and nine in the United States. He was probably like, "I could use a vacation." Yeah, you know, get get the to Austria. Yeah, let's go. Let's go there. Yeah, it was filmed in Upper Austria. <laughs> Upper Austria. That's what they call it. Okay, Upper Austria. It is. Yeah, I uh. 
I'm don't want to go to Lower Austria. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know anything about Lower Austria. You'd just be in the Alps, I think. Oh, so maybe you do want to go there. Yeah. Oh, like okay. Safe. Oh, maybe I got it backwards. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. You guys want to watch this? Sure. Yes. Let's do it. You know, I was a goddamn fool to think I'd be able to watch anyone's filmography with not having to come across a goddamn fucking Nazi movie. Correct. Why Why? Why does everyone do a Nazi movie? Well, I mean, still a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a great point. When you're right, you're right. We're not yeah. supposed to forget, you know? No, it's like no, 9-11, yeah. but worse. Yeah. The drink or the event? Drink the nine eleven. Now, what's the nine eleven as a drink? It's two um, towers it's, that you. It's two Long Island iced teas <laughs> that you shotgun. Yeah, you pop a hole in the side of them. You shotgun. Oh, you gotta pop the hole yeah. on the side. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. First plane, second plane. Well, I'm at the event, but the, <laughs> the drink sounds like something you would forget. Well, we saw that on, a, on an Instagram or something I like don't that, know, right? But now Whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, I think yeah. it was a, some Instagram reel, but I yeah. can't get it out of my brain. Yeah, some, it was that was fucking hilarious. God damn. God damn. Yeah, this movie, I don't know. I felt kind of weird and neutral. How did you guys feel about this? Weird and neutral? I mean, like... I feel I don't want to say that I feel weird and neutral towards Nazis. I am very anti-Nazi. It's good stance, hot take. Yeah, work. I I don't care who hears it. Vince Troya hates fucking Nazis. Uh, just, it might be a good time to ask for an update. Vince, how do you feel about nine eleven? Oh, it was an inside job. Oh man. Yeah, we're doing and, that. Right. And and it's bad. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Not a it fan of 9-11. We're historically yeah. on record as being anti-9-11 and Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Just, wow. I'm, we, you think it's important to, like, update people, you know? Maybe, bold, like... Bold and brave. Because, yeah. like, as we grow, our viewpoints can change, you know? Sure. And, like, we just want to make sure everyone knows that we are still staying strong. Well, uh, against Nazis, for sure. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're getting, getting buff. Just doing, Just doing squats against Nazis. Squats against Nazis. Do you think that the movie might have been better if it had something to do with jumping? Well, okay. So, <sighs> yes. Yes, 100%. Like, maybe it could have used a different title. The title was contrived considering what they gave you. It was like, yeah, why did you... I understand why you said title... Based on that man's life, but yeah. no one has that information unless they researched the man. Exactly. Well, they open it up with that <laughs> scene of him trying to convince Marilyn Monroe to jump up and down. She did right? it for hours and hours and hours. They uh, took over 200 photos. Presumably, yes. So they did. Oh, okay. That's what he said. Thank you. See, this <laughs> is the research. Word. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know... So we got some jumping right in the beginning, but then there was Neha jump the rest of the movie until Not any fun ones. Till we got sure. <laughs> we had a tumble. We had a tumble. If, if Dad would have jumped, it would have been something different. <laughs> like I feel like such a bad dad. I'm just gonna jump. I've been a bad dad this entire movie. All right, 
All right, so they 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 like do a flashback. The entire movie is like a flashback. It's and like then, a Rashomon almost. And, and then they come back to the opening scene at the very end, right? Like, did I felt like they were constantly giving us new information, mm-hmm. which I'm not upset about because you know that my opinions would change about the movie and stuff like that. But I do feel like they just conveniently left out what the argument was actually about until it was just like prudent to the story at the end instead of just showing us. But I think what they were doing was showing you how the prosecution was going to argue the case. Okay. I think that's what they were doing. They're like, here's this. Right. The first act is like, this is the official story basically. Right. Like it sets it up like dad's dick. Maybe the kid killed him for whatever reason. He he was he has fucking motive. And yeah, he, exactly. He has motive. And then the second act is like, here's the court case, and this is how it's presented. And the third act is like the reveal. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. This is how it actually happened. Yeah, I'm not actually mad at the structure of that. I don't know. I could have used like, I wish that like if they're gonna call the movie Jump and they're gonna center it around yes. the photos, I feel like there should have been flash forwards as well. You know. Yeah. Like, Except for the weird beginning and the weird end, I agree. Yeah, yeah, like it should have showed him taking photos of Winston Churchill and stuff, but like maybe that undercuts the idea that that he could be innocent and got away with it, you know? But or, they already present the future in the beginning, so I don't know that it matters. Right, it, yeah. but like to me that didn't seem to undercut, like that made it more surprising when he went to jail for four years. Sure, yes, that's mm-hmm. true. Cause yeah, I didn't did, expect that. Yeah, because as far as I knew, he was a successful photographer, and it looks like, based on the context that we get at the end, he was very close to dying in a concentration camp. Oh, y- yeah. Yes, yeah. Like, I kind of, I'm, I'm happy with the length that it was, because it's only like 118 minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not an unmanageable With length of a movie. Yeah. But they gave just this giant info dump at the end. I'm like, I wish we could have seen some of this stuff. But at the same time, it wasn't the part of that story, well, you know? I guess for, like, perspective. Yeah. Hitler took power in, what, ni- 1933? Yeah, 30- it was supposed to be, 30- like, the year or something like that after this movie. Yeah. And yeah. the trial took place in 1928. Yeah. The beer hall putsch was in 1923. So, like, that was, like, the first attempt of Hitler and the Nazi party taking over Germany, which failed. Mm-hmm. And then Hitler went to jail. Hitler went to jail. Mein Kampf was released in 1925. Something like that. I don't know. That feels right. So it was just, like, you know, the fact that he got pardoned at the end, I don't understand why he was, like, fighting against it. Because he, he was had like, to accept responsibility for the crime in order to be pardoned, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I didn't commit this crime and I will never accept responsibility for it. But if he had not accepted responsibility for it, he would have been fucked. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Swayze. Yeah. Like, like his, like Pressman would, was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone in this movie dies from cancer years after the movie it takes place, except for uh, fucking. Pressman who who dies in a concentration camp. Yeah, because he <laughs> chose to, he chose to stay in Austria and for his fight family, for the people. Yeah, and I mean, what what a guy! You know, you believe in law and order until you fucking die. Yeah, yeah. and like they had what was it testimonies and stuff like that from Sigmund Freud and Albert Einstein mm-hmm. about how this guy was innocent because they yeah. tried to use Freud's uh, work against him, saying yeah. that the edible complex edible complex would make him kill his dad so that he could keep his mom safe from his dad's cheating with the titty lady. Yep. Madam Titties. Madam Titties. My Madam apologies. Titties. Her true name. 
Um, yeah, I I thought that her character was weird. She was like a Chekhov's Chekhov's madam right there. You know, like she showed up in the beginning, and then right when you thought you were done with her, she shows up at the end. She's like, I'm gonna drop some fucking information that might not be cool. I'm sorry. As soon as you saw that rack in the beginning, you knew it was gonna be trouble at the end. Like, like I like it. it's like no a boomerang. Way. I think my favorite back. my yes. favorite thing about the the titties and and her character is that like in some of the scenes when they're sitting at the restaurant, her titties are taking up like sixty percent of the frame. <laughs> it was to introduce her as a sex worker. Like, that was the entire purpose of those shots. Like, it's crowding mm-hmm. his dad out of the frame with her titties. <laughs> yeah. he, can't, he can't even like, get in the shot. Me, let me serve some beer. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. See, okay, so the, the the first thing we noticed about Madame Titties was obviously the titties. titties. <laughs> but secondly, we noticed that her accent was American. And, like, she but, wasn't even trying. But, but it, was, it was dubbed. And there were other people that were go were with kind of a like an Austrian, a little bit accent. Like dad's uh, like vocal performance did not match his face yeah, movements yeah. at all in any I, scene he was. I feel None. like everyone was dubbed except for Swayze. <laughs> like genuinely, that's what that felt like to do you, watch. Do you think this is like a spaghetti western? So it's like everyone else is speaking Italian except for Swayze. He's the only one actually speaking English. I genuinely think they could not get him to do an accent. And they were like, "We gotta reshoot everybody's shit. We got everyone's got to re-record their their audio." Honestly, though, it, for me as a as a guy who watches the movie, yeah, I'd prefer everybody to not have an accent, like a Valkyrie. Oh. Oh, interesting. Because Tom Cruise couldn't do an accent? Is yep. that why they did it? Yeah, they just like, everyone just talking your regular accent, so then all these Nazis were American Well, I mean, that's, that's how Doctor Who does it, right? Like, right. Doctor Who's a space-time traveler, yeah. but on the television for over 50 years, everyone's British. That's yeah. just how it is. doesn't matter what planet you're on, what time period you're in, everyone's British. However, though, in the reboot, when Christopher Eccleston is the Doctor, they do, like, make a thing about him being from the North. He's North. Yeah. yeah. And like that becomes a um, like a location hint for the doctor's original origin. Also, sorry for that moment. <laughs> he didn't go to medical school. <laughs> no, cosmic no. medical school. Where were you, screwdrivers? <laughs> yeah, you might go tinker around on your insides with your sonic screwdriver. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I spent a lot of time around regular doctors. Would probably prefer the sonic screwdriver, honestly. Or even a regular one. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Got enough attachments. So this 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 movie, like they made it very clear that like the, the Nazis did this murder, right? Sure, like yes. from yeah. like <laughs> they the, made it pretty clear. From yeah. from the get. Yes. Like from the second scene. Yeah, yeah, they're like, hey, there are Nazis here, they're not cool. Yeah, they had Dad and Philip kind of like wandering through the woods, and all of a sudden there were like six Nazis all fucking chilling. Well, I imagine the idea is you're supposed to be able to wander around the countryside and try and go places, and there's beer halls wherever you go, right? Well, there are also like on Alps trails, there are like public, um, like little cabins that you can stay in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you're a hiker, yeah. Yeah, right? so it was one of those where it yeah. appeared like the Nazis were like, "This one's just for Nazis." Yeah, yeah we occupy yeah. this one. This, and we know it's like for everybody, but it's actually ours now. So go fuck yourself. That everybody was, don't mean you. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what happens in Hateful Eight as well. I mean they're not Nazis, but you know they do occupy the oh, place yeah. where everyone's supposed to be able to stay. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I, but like 
so in the Hateful Eight, though, right? Like, <laughs> it was it was a business, right? Uh-huh. You you went there to rent the rooms. Now, in in these kind of cabins, is it a like someone's there tending it, and like you have to like stay to rent some space, or is it just like a cabin that's there? No, it's usually just like a cabin that a is there. These yeah. exist in America as well and yes. also in Canada. Yeah, yeah, in national parks and stuff, like on bigger trails. Yeah, these these exist. Yeah, they're like common cabins. You're supposed to clean up after yourself. Oh, yeah. 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 No, and, like, I understand. Theoretically, a park ranger will come and check it out every once in a while, but like... It's mm-hmm. just like, be a cool dude, move on. Oh, no, I understand. Yeah, I yeah. hear that. But you're they, right. In Hateful Eight, it's an establishment. It's a business. Yeah. It's but, a little different. But yeah, then, I, like, that's, that Matt, was my only, you know, I wanted to just clarify. But you then know. there are also establishments like Madam Titties, which is where they ended up having to stay mm-hmm, because they couldn't mm-hmm. stay at like the public, the public rest house. Place, so they had to pay money. Yeah, yeah they yeah, had yeah, to pay yeah. money to go stay at, at at like an inn, which would have also been very available the whole time. But so. also, it is like kind of a setup for them, right? Because yes. like, was Madame Titties a Nazi? She did seem to fare that way. Yes, she sure did. She definitely seemed like it. I, I like that she was very clear that she wouldn't have not slept with dad if it weren't <laughs> for, for that money. money. Yeah. He's like, she was just straight up like, yeah, no, I would not have fucked him if he didn't have paid me. But it, the way it was presented was like, would you have fucked him if he didn't pay you? Like yeah, that, the way yeah, she was just yeah. like, oh yeah, you would have fucked him and without she's money? she's referencing like his, his severed head that's yeah. sitting in the yes, corner. The gaping wound on his severed head, yes. We haven't even talked about dad's fucking melon yet. Oh, it got all Dude, fucked all up. the things regarding his his burial and autopsy. Okay. Traumatic. So, Traumatic. So the series of events for dad's death, right? Yes. He's having heart problems. He falls off of a bridge. Yes, he right. He he looks like he jumped. It looked like they, like <laughs> the some jump. of the stones on the side kind of came disheveled, and he fell. So while he's down there, he had hit his head, and then Philip ran off to get help. But there's been this guy that kind of looks like Al Pacino. He's a Nazi. He, like he he. he it's weird to imagine Al Pacino as a Nazi though. Like you like he's Al Pacino. I know. I know. Who I hate Jews. Yeah, we've done this already. Joe Joe thinks that he looks like the guy from Office Space. I he think does. he looks like Al Pacino when he has the fake beard on. Then when he shaves, I think he looks like you think Robert De Niro. He's doing a Serpico and then transforms yes. into Robert De Niro. Okay. Yes. Just checking in. I want to yeah. confirm. And, but like he comes up and he like smacks dad in the head with a climbing axe or something like that and really yeah. like fucks up his fucking melon right on his forehead yes but, and so once they get back to the body with some help they take this back to the nazi cabin because they're the closest ones right and then there's this like nazi doctor just to, like put him in the meat locker and then go in there and fucking cut off his goddamn head well that's the main piece of evidence well i mean i understand it was very important they had to keep it but like this is presumably like a few weeks later. Can they just, just take have a few photos? Head. I well, I think too. Like they show Philip watching this and like being super traumatized by it. And I think mm-hmm. culturally that's not explained at all. But like uh-huh. in Jewish burial rites, someone is supposed to stay with the body from literally when someone dies, like as they are dying, until they get they are buried. And it's three days, usually, right? Yes, three days, and they have to be buried in an all-wood coffin. There's no... You do not tamper with the body at all. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, and it's just like... So he's, like, so fucking traumatized by seeing this through the window. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's, like, 
spiritually getting fucked up. Yeah, and there's no contextual. And like the point of the shiva is to protect the the body. Yeah, you're supposed to sit with the oh body. Oh my god! Like you're supposed to stop that thing from happening. Like yeah, that specific mm. thing. Yeah, and they're in oh. the movie. There's they don't explain that at all, and like obviously a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, but when the, you explain it, it like tinges the scene differently. Like yeah, you can yeah. you can feel that in the scene. Like and that to me extends to the whole movie, right? Like yeah. somebody thought that this movie like was important and this story was important, but yeah. they didn't like do a good job. <laughs> well, they didn't go like, oh hey, people wouldn't know this. We should explain this, or we should present it in a way that it could be explained. I don't know if it needs to be explained. I mean, it help. It does make the movie better, but like yeah, but I don't know about this fucking movie. Like sure. I don't, I don't think I'm a novice when it comes to film. Like I actually think I know a lot of fucking movies. I've seen a lot of fucking movies. I didn't know this shit existed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think it's because it's a foreign film? No, man. I've like watched fucking IFC my whole life. Yeah, but this isn't like this is like high quality foreign film. This is like made for there, TV film in in Austria. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but it was also like British film studios too, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, you'd think there'd be some and money. And it's Swayze's here. in it. Do you think he just ate all the money and I don't make yeah man good? You know I kind of I kind of wish this would have been more like freaked in the in the structure right Okay instead of like starting with him doing this camera work or whatever I wish they would have like been him on a talk show showing the f- the photographs he's taken of like S- Salvador Dali and Winston Churchill and a big mm. photo of his dad's gaping head wound no, and then like have have the photo of his father and be like to have the interviewer be like, tell us about what happened that with your father and stuff like that, you know? Because, Interesting. You know, and framed yeah. it a little bit different. Yeah. I felt like that would have been much more effective instead of, like, opening on that weird scene that didn't really explain a whole lot. And just, like, putting in a Marilyn Monroe, but actually it's two Marilyn Monroes, one for the titties and so, one for the face. Yeah. It's fucked up. Well... Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was... Yeah. I, I felt like... Man, I got it, nothing. It was... It was just weird. Like... Yeah, the opening scene was weird as shit. Well, but, you know, it's like the guy who made it, he's the director, he's the writer, he's the producer, he's the creator, he's everything. He's got no he's no man. Yeah, yeah. He needs a, no, he needs a guy who's going to say no. Or a guy who's going <laughs> to yeah. say, let me do this myself, please. Yeah, he's sir. like, dude, <coughs> this isn't where you are strong. Let, let's let just walk away from this part. Yeah, like there's no much. reason the camera has to pass through the pane of glass. We're not there yet. It wasn't even through the pane. But it was, it was wood. <laughs> it was it so went through weird. the wood, not yeah. even the pane. You're like, right. Like, it was also a weird small model. Like what is happening? What kind of weird-ass Wes Anderson movie it's is like, this? Yeah. It's like he saw the birdcage and he was like, I want to do that. But then he forgot to open the door. You know? <laughs> but then he also forgot he was making a fucking Nazi movie. Like get out out of here yeah, yeah it was That's not when you use birdcage techniques <laughs> it's a great point it's yeah a great point you're right like <laughs> I yeah 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 i don't know the nazis didn't seem nazi enough to me uh until the end when they fucking had that effigy that they were burning in the and, goddamn and they were marching street. in the street yes yeah Yes, Nazis yeah. don't there seem was, very Nazi until the they're Nazis marching in the street. The Nazis didn't seem very Nazi until they were Nazis. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that was the thing about Nazis is they kind of <laughs> snuck in the back door. Well, I mean, and, that, and I guess that's the problem with our modern Nazis, right? Is they're not able to slip in through the back door because everyone's like, they look a fuck of a lot like Nazis because we know what Nazis look like now. Well, yeah. if, if you're going to be like, when you're like been- don't call us Nazis. We're not Nazis yet. <laughs> like, you can't be like, hey, take your country back without being like, that sounds a little like white power. I don't know how comfortable I am with that. And like, 
Yeah, good. <laughs> like, <laughs> good. Land back, though. I mean, na- Native people deserve their land back. Well, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the yes. only people who deserve it. <laughs> no, no, no. I only say uh, take your country back as an example because I was up north this past weekend and we saw a lot of that kind of fucking rhetoric, like, posted well, everywhere. I, like, yeah. I do believe in taking your country back, just not for the people who no, no, want no, no, to. No, 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 no. It was a very <laughs> yeah. specific representation of that statement. And they're living someplace with a Native American name. Right. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. They're living like thirty feet from a reservation. They're like, take your country back, and it's well, like, well, maybe they're talking to their neighbors. Like, I, I no, 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 no. It was also with the Confederate flag. It was not. I, a- I do sort of believe that it's possible. I don't know too many people who are into that that like political stripe, but I do think it's possible. There are people who are like fans of the Confederacy theoretically, and also support land back for Native Americans. Josh, there are a lot of possibilities in this world. It doesn't mean that they're happening. <laughs> I'm just saying it's possible. <laughs> I okay. I think the way that people decorate their houses now are nuts. What you're not happy Is with nuts. my new paintings and no, stuff? No, 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 no. <laughs> I no. want to see more pictures of you as cats. That's no, what I want to see, no. Josh. I'm talking with that Trump stuff. Yeah, because I like I remember when we were in. That's not Trump stuff. That's Nazi shit. Okay, all right. You're right though. That's, That's gra- different. Very good but, point. But it very is very good point. It's also Trump stuff. Is Nazi stuff. Well, yes, but I, it's usually at least somewhat more veiled than what that was. You, you were looking at like literal Nazi stuff? Yeah, up north. no, no, no. It was literally a flag that said, take America back. Scary. Yeah. A- and a Confederate flag. That there, There is only one meaning of that. And they're oh, sitting yeah. on the good fucking land, too, those motherfuckers. Yeah, go sh- fucking fuck yourself. <laughs> and again, literally like fucking a mile away from a reservation. Crazy. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's barf. fucked. Yeah, barf. That's so fucked. It's just like, okay, right, because we're talking about it, like, like the modern conception. In 2007, 2006 and shit, uh-huh. Yeah, like in Austria and England, was this something that they were worried about? Because I don't think we were oh, worried sure. about it at that point. Oh, no, yeah, any... Like, we didn't get concerned about the Nazi stuff until, like, probably Obama was president the second time and, and Trump had started his birther shit. Yeah. Um. That sounds accurate. I mean, where I grew up, I was like... I had heightened awareness of white power movements. That sucks. Yeah, it was not great. Um, but any like Germany adjacent and or European country was always concerned with um, like white forward fucking like new fascism movements. Like they're always yeah. they're always very much aware and like condemning yeah because you can see what pre-nazis look like yeah i mean like germany is like it it is illegal to say those things it's they don't have free speech it's like no 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 you're just not allowed to say that shit go fuck yourself but i mean like it's not like it doesn't exist though right like it it still exists exists, but they were like tracked and yeah you would be tracked and followed and like it would be a whole thing interesting yeah i don't know anything about it and so you refuse to speculate on things you don't know, and that's one of the things that I like about you. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. It's like um, our, our our dynamic on the podcast is you have all the information. I have none of the information. I speculate wildly. You refuse to speculate. Well, it's just I I know that it's an excellent dynamic. I know that in, in Germany they really are, like. They, they put a stop to that Nazi shit real fucking quick, you know? Yeah, no, they're they don't like, fuck no. around. Well, Austria is right around. there, right? So yeah. they're not going to, same, same, same. I, I know they're that. not going to fuck around with it. And uh, I, once again, am not cool with Nazis. I hate I Nazis like and 
hate we them. hate both. Uh, yeah, they suck so much. And yeah. uh, did he deserve to go to jail for four years? No, <laughs> no, he did not deserve to go to jail for four years. Yeah, well, sometimes that's what you deserve when you kill your father. He didn't yeah. kill his father. Some Nazi did though. It's crazy yeah. that they didn't have anything about his photography like later in his career. No. Why is it called Jump? I'm I don't upset. know. Like, I agree with you, Josh. I couldn't agree with you more that that is a very silly name considering. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Austria, it was called Philip Halsman. Oh. Better. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's a better title. But I guess, like, the, the reason why maybe they did it here in the United States, at least call it Jump, because, like... That's what he was famous for. So that littlest bit of notoriety sure. that like, oh, his famous piece of art is called Jump. I'm, ve- yeah. I'm very interested to see what the difference between the region two and the the, the unregioned that, versions I are. I think that it might be a different. Oh, movie. there are different cuts. I can guarantee it. And we should compare them. Jump. 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 Jump period. Not exclamation point. I thought it was an exclamation point. No, no, it is for the Region 3 one, but perhaps for Region 2, it's just On Letterboxd, it's just straight up, no period, no punctuation. No punctuation. And yeah. it also says it came out in 2008 on Letterboxd. Letterboxd is full of lies. Well, no, it, it came out in multiple places, man. That's what I'm saying. There's different cuts, dude. Yeah. Well, no, not only is there different cuts, it was just, it was not wide released, right? No, who would have read... The version of that we just watched yeah. that is 90% 80 yard. Who would have wide released that? It looks like a bad Hallmark movie. Like the majority of that is garbage, except that it tells an actually very important story. You're correct. Yeah, it did not look good at all. More no. lies from Letterboxd. There's a reason Patrick Swayze was nominated for Golden Globes, but never actually won. That's one of the many reviews for this film. Yeah? From oh, can, a we person... talk about, can we talk about his Men in Lightning accent soon? Sorry. Keep oh, talking. yes, of course. This is from a person called Patrick Swayze Girl Dad. Okay. So oh. that's a person that we may need to get on our podcast because it looks like they've watched every Patrick Swayze movie based on their letterbox profile. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Hell yeah, Patrick Swayze Girl Dad. I don't like the idea that it's a dad. I thought at first it was a girl. That's it's... Girl Dad. Yeah. That's. But like it could be a daddy who's a girl. Oh, that's a great point. Because, like, immediately that's what I understood from that. All right, perfect. Well, we need to know. Patrick Swayze, girl dad, you're called out. We're going to figure out how to get you on this podcast. (laughs) So the mid-Atlantic accent. He did an accent in this movie, which is something that Swayze never does. Swayze, how how many times has Swayze done the accent, Vince? Like... There's the beast where he played the character who was doing a... He was pretending to be Russian. I know, like... His accent work is very underwhelming, but we have seen him do some accents. The more I think about him, and now that we've been starting to rewatch him and stuff like that, I think our hard stance on no accents was wrong. I think he's doing subtle, an, and they're all kind of bad because and they doing, all sound similar. He's doing an accent in North and South, though, right? Is A that little what bit, yeah, yeah. He's playing it up, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for me, that's like just how he sounds, but it's not. No. Okay. He's doing a very exaggerated, like... Like molasses southern accent, yeah. yeah. But he still sounds like he's from Texas, South Carolina. No, yeah, he, he, yeah, he like pulls, he pulls it out a little bit more. George, George, George. kiss me, George, (laughs) George, George, (laughs) kiss me, George. Um, go down to Ari. No, 
but the mid-Atlantic accent, let's talk about that. Because mm-hmm. it's an important, like, theatrical presentation. Yeah. But it was specifically an important theatrical presentation during the time that this would have happened. Okay, okay, okay. So the mid-Atlantic accent was a thing between, like, the 1910s and the 1940s, and it was a thing that upper-class Americans did to make themselves sound... Um, more European because it was like a mix of an American accent, like an East Coast American accent with an English accent. Right, 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 right. So it's like over-enunciation, sometimes dropping your R's. It's like a Catherine Hepburn accent. Oh! Yeah. Welcome back to the Crazy for Swayze podcast. We're here and we're talking about jump! Yeah. (laughs) And just like the all We're the, talking about jump. It was just all the over hitting your T's, like all the fucking really hard enunciation, right? Yeah, I think he nailed it. Yeah, so he's he's doing what he could do for an for a mid Atlantic accent. He's doing his best. He's doing his absolute best. <laughs> There's a reason Patrick Swayze was nominated for but never received the Golden Globe. <laughs> And this person loves Patrick Swayze movies. I'm kidding you not. I was looking at some of their reviews. They reviewed Icon. Remember Icon? Yes. Five out of five stars. Oh, they loved Icon. <laughs> it was probably because he was doing with all that Russian bullshit. Oh, accent work. Yeah. he. I think that's one of the ones he did an accent in. Avatar, half a star. Oh, yeah, because Patrick Swayze's not in Avatar. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> exactly. I do think that's the case. Half a star. Patrick Swayze was not in this one. But you know who was? Sigourney Weaver. So, I don't know who else is in it. I couldn't tell you either. Some in blue icon? boys. No, no, no. in in uh Avatar. Avatar. Oh, right. Okay. No, if, if Sigourney Weaver was an icon, you would have been hearing about it every fucking day. Oh, I day. know. The thing is, is I didn't know Sigourney Weaver was an Avatar either. I've never seen Avatar. I wouldn't know. Oh yeah. She There's two now. She pops yes, up. Yes, I've heard. <laughs> She pops up in all all the most fun movies. Like I remember, I was watching Be Kind Rewind, and when she shows up oh, at the yeah, end, I just fucking flipped out. When she showed up at the end of Paul, I was very excited. Alan, you know, it's an alien movie, of course. Yeah, that one. I mean, yeah. I'm a big She's fan a cool of dude. Alien Resurrection. I think that might actually be my favorite Alien. I love it. I think Is it's that great. one we've watched yet. We haven't watched that one. It's, okay, it's the fourth one. one. Okay, yeah. Alien Three is the worst one by yeah. far. Oh yeah, no, I. I agree with that. Dude, that one I was fell bad. Asleep and Joe oh, watched I didn't. It. I didn't fall asleep. I was there the whole time. <laughs> there the whole fucking time. Well, then you're gonna love Alien Resurrection, especially if you hated Alien Three. Dude, I didn't hate it. I was just like, dude, what the fuck is uh, going on? Claire from from Clueless's dad is in Alien Four. Classic. And so is Ron Perlman and mm-hmm. Winona. Ron mm-hmm. Perlman's killing it. Winona the killing best. it. I Rod, love it. Rod Perlman is everything. Yeah, he's. they're all great. It's it's a wonderful cast. I always forget when you're watching an alien movie that you're supposed to be on the lookout for the robot. Yeah. Yes, yes. You <laughs> yeah, gotta, yeah the, the android, yeah. Who, who's the robot? Yeah. <laughs> it's always a fun game. Who's uh, got white blood? I, <laughs> who's full of goop? Who's full of goop? Now, now having seen all of them, um, I feel like it's very obvious who all the who the, all the goop monsters oh, yeah, are? Who yeah, the goops yeah, are? Yeah, having having Who's seen gooping? them all quite a few times, I think it's it's apparent from like frame one, you know. But like I don't know, it's. Do you, what do you think? If do there's you, a robot in this movie, who would it be? In, in this one, yeah, 
Oh, it was that first Nazi they talked to, the, the cop that was like, you know, you probably killed your dad. And he was like, I didn't kill my dad. No, you probably did. It sounds like you did. Here's all the I evidence. I actually think it would have been Philip Holtzman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he strikes me as a robot. He invented a camera. Yeah. I think it would have been him because he's fascinated by human emotions. Oh, I'll make them Boom. jump. <laughs> it exposes their emotions. Boom. Hi, I'm Philip Halsman, and I have a mid-Atlantic accent. (laughs) I do think that the interviews we watched with the real Philip Halsman beforehand. He's a robot. um, He sounds like he spent four years in a pre-Nazi Nazi Nazi jail. Yeah. And uh, he just was like, yeah, when they jump, they let their guard down. And that's just the explanation. No, I think that's like just classic dry he's just dry yeah i don't think it's yeah. like i spent time in jail i think he's oh. just like i think i thought it appeared hard mark maron's been talking recently about no. how there's probably some really funny guys at the concentration camps oh absolutely you know what your tight five would have to be at the fucking concentration camp it would be so goddamn tight it'd be impenetrable it would be like it would be the best type five yeah, yeah. Ph- philip Hausman seems way cooler in real life than he did in this movie yeah. in this movie he seemed like kind of an idiot who was like i don't know what happened he just seemed like a traumatized person that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah. like i i don't know like i if i was in that court i'd be like kind of seems like he killed his dad like because he can't <laughs> like he can't like recite any of the details he's very confused about it maybe he did kill his dad but that's not what we're supposed to be proving in an American court. I don't know what the Austri- Austrian no, court say. But also is like one of those people who fucking likes true crime. Like trauma presents in a lot of different ways. And I was thinking the same thing. Like people just act. And people act fucking weird when they see fucked up shit. And that's what Philip says at one point. He's like, yeah. I'm act- of course I'm acting weird. Wouldn't anyone be yeah. acting weird? First of all, my dad's dead. Just saw his fucking blood all over his gaping yes. wound head. And then you cut that shit off. I saw that. Right. Yeah, you're telling me I problem. did it. You yeah. Know, and now up. you're saying. I uh, haven't even been given a chance to grieve, he says. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucked up. People act weird in weird situations. People act weird in weird situations. It's all fucked up. Man, I like. They. They. I don't think they bury the lead that decapitation happened. You, you, oh you de- yeah, no, you see, you it. don't see the initial decapitation, but then like you, you, you get the gist. You see the saw. Yeah, you see the saw. Curtain, you see the, the curtain, curtain and then that's that. Mm-hmm. And then they reveal the body in the casket, but no it's head. closed. And then you get a quick glimpse inside Aww. of the casket, and there's no head on the body. And then during the middle of the fucking. I was going to say the tour, not the tour, the trial. The In the middle of the hearing. trial, uh, they just cart this head out like on a platter, this big old gaping wound on his forehead. Ugh. Like, it was... Gross. It, it was huge. Huge. It was huge. It was, huge. It was, it was the biggest gaping hole in a forehead I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah, like, the, he was fucked up. And it was the kind of thing that, like, the entire prosecution argument was that... Uh, Philip had pushed him and hit him in the head with a rock. Yes. But it was quite clear that he was, like, slashed in the head with, like, a hammer or something yeah, like no, that. Yeah, no, there was, like, some kind of... Like, sharp and... Sharp you know? object. It wasn't blunt force trauma. Yeah. Like, I... I understand it was the 20s, but, like, I feel like that's pretty straightforward. Oh, man. I mean, forensic science up until the last, like, 10 years was kind of a... 
a fucking joke. And if you're honestly. saying, and if that's yeah. the case, yeah. their forensic science now is probably a fucking joke. Because in ten years they'll be saying the same thing. N- no, for sure. But like things like, um, like how we were joking around about the blood splatter. Oh yeah, there were like blood splattered experts and all those people who's proved to be bunk science at some point. What you're telling me that Dexter from Dexter is bunk science? <gasps> Dexter's bunk science. How dare I? How dare you tell me that? Yeah, it's no, his I'm whole job. You. See, yeah. that's why the Flash like, was for- such a good CSI. Forensic odontology, right? Like the science of bite marks and shit. Bunk science. I knew that, yeah. Yeah, like none of that's real, but people didn't know that until the early 2000s, right? So like that shit constantly changes. And I guarantee you that they're still presenting it as evidence in court now, acting like it's science. I actually don't think that's the case anymore. You don't think so? Remember when they didn't know we had fingerprints? Remember when they thought they could get your fingerprints? Yeah. They didn't have, like, a bank of fingerprints and stuff like that. Yeah, but imagine when they figured out we did have fingerprints in the 1800s, and yeah. they're literally out here with fucking index cards being like, not the, guy, not the guy, not the guy, not the guy. It wasn't John. It might be Steven. Steven, give me a hand. So they have, like, six fingerprints, and I'm like, none of these dudes are it. Like, Damn, dude. Imagine that moment. Travis is over there. I ain't got no thumbs. I can't take my fingerprints. <laughs> Fucking oh. Travis. So yeah, I, uh, how do you think this this went the, with the court case? They say in in the uh, the notes here that this is technically like the first like real Nazi versus the Jewish people court cases that they actually like. Mm. Brought to brought okay. to things, you know, like this, because this it's was the, the start. Nazi government That's trying the, to prosecute a Jewish guy for killing his dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it wouldn't have been the Nazi government technically yet. It would have just been Pre-Nazi. like a Nazi sympathizer. Yeah. This was like the first, the start of the legal movements and stuff like that. Okay. They, like the legal cases. Excuse sure. me. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm just. But yeah. Like I, I, I feel like this is a story. I've never heard of this before. I didn't know this guy existed. You know, I can't even tell you if I've seen the photos. Oh, he took a photo of President Nixon jumping. I, I know that now. I've absolutely seen his photos. He yeah. took the one of, of Albert Einstein. Uh, oh. Yeah. He also oh. took this one of Dali where Dali is like throwing some water and, like, on a cats, painting and there's yeah. cats jumping at him. Yeah. Oh. You've seen this. It's like, you've seen awesome his photos. Okay. Photo. It looks okay. like a painting, but yeah. it's a photo. Okay. It is also a painting because there's a painting that uh, that Salvador Dali's doing in the in the in the photo. Yeah. And he went in afterward and painted the painting. That's crazy. Yeah. So you've seen his photos. That's nuts. He was hanging okay. out with Sal- Salvador Dali all the time. If you've ever seen a photo of Salvador Dali, he probably did it. Yeah. No, legit. Like that was a, like he did the one with his mustache, like in his pupils, like that oh, one. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Where his face right. is a clock. Right. Yeah. He did a bunch of them. Yeah. They were just besties. They and, were homies. And he's like, what do we want to take photos of today? He's like, oh, I was thinking maybe you could throw some fish at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, what if there are cats? Okay, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. I I would hope they'd, they'd, they'd Hell yeah, be brother brothers. Each other. Yeah, yeah, they'd be and that's what brother. I'm like, why couldn't we get a little bit of that shit mixed in with what we got? Yeah. You know, like if the you. movie's called Jump. And there yeah. should be some fucking people jumping. Yeah. I want to see the art aspect of this man's life. And they were like, 
Nah, no, no. It's actually tragedy. His life it, is tragedy. It, Don't no. you want to see the tragedy? How did you feel at the very end when Swayze brings that pardon? He's like, all right, if you admit to killing your dad, you're going to get out of here before the Nazis take power, and then you're never going to get out. And I lined up a job for you at Life Magazine. It feels a little rushed, if yeah. I'm honest. Right? Yeah. It's just like, all right, you've, you've got to admit that you killed your dad, so then you can get out, and then we're going to give you a job at Life like, felt good about it until the very next frame, which is the text that says that fucking uh, Patrick Swayze's character, Smashburger, whatever his name was. <laughs> Pressburger. 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 <laughs> died in a concentration camp. And then I was like, what the fuck? And everyone else died from cancer. What yeah. the fuck? He was telling him, you've got to get out or else you're going to die in a concentration camp. And then he died in a concentration camp. Because he felt morally obligated to stay with his people. I know, man. It's just... I know. What a huge fucking bummer. I felt great about him getting his pal out. Yeah. But then when he died, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Off screen. And then not a fan of that. Not a fan of his death. Not a fan. Um, not a fan. I like, not a fan. Not I a like fan. my actors who don't die from pancreatic cancer. Josh. Well, then you picked the wrong <laughs> podcast, my oh, guy. shit. I'm on the wrong podcast, aren't I? <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me this is, this is crazy for Swayze. This is a podcast? This is a podcast called Crazy for Swayze, where we watch the movies of Patrick Swayze and tell you about them so that you don't have to watch them. I guess we should rate it then, if that's what we do. I couldn't possibly do it first. You always make me do it first. Yeah. Your turn. Oh, dude. Ooh. Uh, so, I watched this uh, this movie called Derailed with Jean-Claude Van Damme. You know I hate Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, it was... Can it you was... make him stop? I would love to make him what, stop. What, me? Yeah! Yeah. We already oh, made John claude Van Damme. My dog also shamed him. It's fine. It was very funny. I asked. Her, I asked the dog. I was like, "Brona, do you have any opinions about Stephen's goal?" And she just long exhaled at me. So I I put on Under Siege, and she long exhaled again. It was it was a whole thing. But I watched this John Claude Van Damme movie. You know, it was bad. I, 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 I you can't, don't say. Yeah, I, I would I would liken it to a a high schooler's video essay that his dad just happened to be John Claude Van Damme and asked him to like kick some people in front of a green screen and bullshit, right? This was better than that, but that was a little bit more entertaining for me. Damn. Interesting. Because this did not have smallpox at all. Not on screen. And let me tell you, if there's anything Vince Troyer likes, it's a bloody boy. Yep. Um, I hate so, this. But, so. yeah, no, I, I feel like this is a... Uh, let's give this a two out of five with a no intention to watch it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think it was bad, uh, like, that I regret watching it, but... Um, I wish the information would have been delivered in a more, I don't want to say entertaining, because it shouldn't be entertaining, but like more compelling way, you know? Aging. Everything felt very blah, and just like, then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. They didn't contextualize anything? Yeah, like in the society or the time or anything, yeah. I am a European history major, so I understood. And you explained it to us. Most of the things that were happening but if just somebody's watching this movie and they don't have that background, mm-hmm. that alienates them immediately. Like, how are they supposed to understand what the fuck is going on? Yeah. 
No, I hear that. Or the significance of things that are happening. And what does that mean to you on a rating scale, Joe? A one out of five. Wow. One out of five. One out okay. of five, baby. Huh. I'm mad at this movie because I feel like it was really interesting subject matter and they shit the bed on it extremely hard. It was so close to being good. Not even great. It was so close to being good. <laughs> I mean, the material is great. Mm-hmm. It could have been an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. The execution on every level for me was really lacking. Shame on the writer, director, producer. Yes, the one man. Joshua Sinclair. Who, 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 was who he also the fucking EP, like the fucking the cinematographer, like all of it, any of it was bad. He only directed two other movies. Yeah, um, he shouldn't in- he, ever like again. Like I said, he's a dinosaur. He's Do made out of dinosaur bones. He is. Do you think that Swayze weighed it down? Or do you think that he elevated it? I I I don't think he did a bad job. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like he did an okay job, but I don't think he added much to it. You know, and I don't think he added anything to yeah, it. Yeah, but and I, he may have eaten a lot of the paycheck. Here, here's my problem. I don't think anyone wrote a script <laughs> that allowed anyone to understand what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So I don't think that was Swayze's problem. I think he gave an empty performance, but because it was an empty script. Okay. Interesting, yeah. And they they took something that could have been really important and really interesting and, uh, like, a big turning point in history, and and they just squandered it. Yeah. Did you see that look he gave young Philip when he went to go see him in jail? Like, Mm -hmm. he was just, like... When Philip told him, no, I don't want to admit to being guilty for this. Yeah, I want to serve my sentence. Yeah. The scrunched up face that he made where he was about to cry. I was like, oh, Swayze's acting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he's yeah, doing oh. it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing it. Yeah. He's doing it. Yeah. He's acting. Yeah. He's and, acting. And then a fairy got its wings. I would, I would also probably give it two out of five stars. I want to give it two and a half because, you know, I love the Swayze, the violin. Sure. The violin was nice, the return of the violin, but Swayze was not playing it. We don't know that. <laughs> he might have been playing it on set, but da- Bad Dad was supposed to be playing it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he was a bad dad. Um, boo, do we have any good dads? I think he was like the only... Uh, Swayze, I guess, was a dad. Law Daddy. Yeah. Swayze was Law Daddy. But he did get crushed under the boot of those those Nazis who were wearing capes. Hey, hey. <laughs> he you was know, also wearing it's a cape not, at the time. It was not his fault that he got crushed. You know, he was doing his best. His best to cape about. <laughs> yeah. He put that cape on and he just was like, Oh, the legal system. Oh. I think lawyers in America should have to wear capes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they do in a lot of other countries. However, they looked like they were at a Harry Potter convention. <laughs> yes, that's the problem. Yeah. Is that it is a vestige of British rule and probably not a good thing to try and implement back into an American court system. I, I, yeah, I, I think that Swayze was a neutral dad. He was. He wasn't a dad even at all. He got crushed by the Nazis at the end. Okay. I don't think he got. Crushed. Lots of dads did, I guess. Lots of dads he did. He did get crushed by the Nazis. He got put into the concentration camps and ground up into he a He also bits. called out a Nazi judge for being a Nazi judge in a Nazi judge court. That's a big dick moment. And he yeah. also made the Nazi yeah. go back to his Nazi quarters and be like, are oh, we you're the going baddies? The Nazis. <laughs> yeah, are we Nazis? And they look out the window they're like, no, those are the Nazis. We're just court guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like he also stayed in his country to try and like 
legally defend the people that he saw himself one with. Right? Well, you know like, what then, Joe? You sold me. Good yeah. dad. Rad dad. Good, rad dad. I will say that because of that exact point that you just made about the judge, he is a bad dad because while he's in his quarters, they have the conversation oh, about, the yes. like, yeah, it's him and the prosecutor. They're like, we've got to say the right thing or else we're going to be out also. Yes. We don't want to upset our friends. Yeah. The yes. Nazis. Yeah. The camera goes out to the street. And they're having, they're, they're having their little Nazi party outside. They're burning yeah. an effigy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Ooh, hate yeah. those Nazis. Big barf. Hate those Nazis. Um, yeah. It was... It wasn't uh, shying away from the the imagery, at least. Hey, you know what? I got a Nazi you know? movie lined up for my Kirsten Dunst as well. How about that? Yeah? Yep, every actor is going to be in a Nazi movie. Every actor does a Nazi. That's how it goes. Well, I think, I think we've answered a lot of questions, Josh. You want to hear about how the people felt? Oh, yeah, tell me. <laughs> I already told you how uh, Patrick Swayze, uh, dad girl or whatever... <laughs> Girl Dad felt about it. Uh, Patrick Spacey, Girl Dad, also gave the movie Christmas in Wonderland five stars. Oh, the best, okay, and said it was the best Patrick Swayze movie that exists. Okay, that is not in fact a homosexual <laughs> woman. So, oh, <laughs> moving on. Oh, it is the best Patrick Swayze movie. It's pretty fucking great. I want Patrick Swayze to be my dad. That's what the that's what the review said. I like I liked Preston okay. Preston in that movie. Preston. Yeah. From Jackass. Yeah. Preston from Jackass in that like stupid Christmas movie. It was, he's so good. Preston Lacey, just squeaking everywhere he walks in that shirt that's a short sleeve shirt, but it's actually a long sleeve. It's very confusing for me. It's like a jort scenario. Exactly. Like, mm. which one is it? I love it. I like Chris Kattan. I like Chris Kattan. He's in this little black suit just like walking around the entire time. <laughs> Well, this one had a budget of $3.75 million, right? Okay. It made worldwide gross $964,534. Well, who can we pay for this? I don't know. I don't know. This was a, a Rose in Winter Productions, so presumably is Joshua Sinclair. And given that he was a producer, I'm sure he put a bunch of money into this. We got to team up to finish off the Dinosaurs podcast. They never they never watched the last episode. So oh. maybe me and Joshua Sinclair can finish it. Maybe you can. <laughs> maybe you can. Now, this has a 3.1 out of 5 on Letterboxd, a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, no Rotten Tomato, but an audience score of 51%, with a 3.9 out of 5, 59% 5 star, 15% 1 star. You know why that is, Vince. Amazon reviews. You know why. I know exactly why, Josh. Joe, do you know why? Nazis didn't like this movie. This Nazi DVD don't work. Ah, uh, yeah, that's why. Everyone already... had the exact same problem we did and bought Region 2 DVDs. Every single person. They're like, why doesn't this work? Because it's a European hallmark. Like, what are you supposed to, like. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Best way to describe it. It's a European hallmark. I hope Patrick Swayze got paid, but not too much because otherwise he, it's. You know Patrick Swayze was getting the three million out of this three point seven five million budget. It's fucked up, man. I don't even think he got three million. I mean, where did that money go? I've got no idea. Where I've got this questions. Went. Now, Roger Ebert did not see this movie. 
Surprise, surprise. Do you think it would have made him horny? That head, that head gaping? The gape. The gape. You're telling me Roger Ebert doesn't love the gape? You fight. Oh, that's so disgusting. You're fucking sick, man. You're fucking disgusting. Disgusting. I wish he could have seen The Matrix 4, dude. Imagine what he would have said. Oh, he would have loved it. His boner would have been so hard. Yeah, but like, I thought that Morpheus was the power of the cell, but it was, in fact, Neo and Trinity are the power of the, the cell. Love. It was the fifth element. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if Roger Ebert saw this movie, he would be mostly bored, but I do think he likes daddy movies. I, I agree. And he'd be like, I understand why this guy killed his dad. Oh, he didn't kill his dad? My bad. One out of four stars. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you agree, Joe? What? With, with, with Ebert's... Uh, no. <laughs> do you agree with my assessment of Ebert? Uh, do you, do you agree I agree with, with your assessment of Ebert. Do I agree with Ebert? No. I think it gets one out of four stars for different reasons. One... You guys are on the same page. (laughs) No, Ebert is worried about his dick, and I'm worried about the historical significance of this film. That sounds like something Cisco would be worried about. Yeah, he's he's fine. He's looking at it clinically. clinically. Since we don't have an Ebert, and uh, I I don't know why he wouldn't want to watch this movie, you know. I think think we've got to rate it, man. Where's it on the Swayze scale? Okay, um, I've I've got a couple question marks here. Do you think there was a romance? Do you think? Uh, do you think no. that the titty lady? Oh. <laughs> there was a romance. Titty lady and dad, Madam yeah, titty, titty, and uh, fucking bad dad. But she wasn't in it. She's only in it for the money. Hey, the, it's romance nonetheless. Uh, they they um, Vince, you get to you get to vote. I'm I'm for that. I'm 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 in. Okay, uh, did we get any good fighting? Like, like physical fighting. Um, that one Nazi guy smashed Dad in the head. That's not thing, fighting. That's a murder. That's about it. Yeah, no. I don't. And does the big old hatchet count as a knife? I didn't see any knives. I thought there was gonna be more knives. I thought yeah, there was you expected more some knives. knives so I think we can't give it th- that point. Um, no. is this about like gender politics? Is there like something to be learned about like positive or negative or toxic masculinity or perhaps being uh, Madame Titty? I think there's absolutely uh, things to be learned about toxic masculinity, the way he treated his daughter, the way he treated his wife. I think there are gender politics in here, for sure. Okay, 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 okay. I don't know if we know how to be a good man. So I, I, I think the fucking lead, the main dude, Halsman. Just by being honest about like yeah, how he feels and like, how he doesn't understand. Yeah, and he was genuinely like, I'm not going to admit to a crime I didn't commit just to get a pardon. I feel like mm-hmm. that. However, mm-hmm. didn't you know our entire legal system is based on that? Like when you uh, Our legal system is based on that, but not everyone's legal system. We don't system know is how Austria that. says. That's exactly the case. You're right. right. I, it's just weird that our legal system is based on that. Like you get a ticket for going uh 15 over. You go to court and you plead 5. Right. And you're saying I did this thing that is that not is the not the truth. Yeah. And you're going to let me off and it's just weird. Yeah, it's gross. It's it's miscarriage of justice on a daily basis. It's inherently gross. Uh, we got no nudity. We got no dad stuff. I mean, wait. Of oh, course we got dad oh, we stuff. We got so much dad Sorry. stuff. And we, got cla- dad stuff. and we got class stuff. Because, yeah. like, uh, yeah. 
can we count the Jewish people as like an underclass in this yeah. situation? Like race stuff can be class stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, that's an intersectional yeah. politics situation. Shit. So we're missing horses. We're myth- missing athletics and dancing. We're missing fighting and knives. Um, and we're missing nudity. I think that's one, two, three, four things that we're missing. Does this pass the Bechtel test? No. No, how could it? Well, I know that his sister and his mother both had names, but I don't think they talked about anything outside of a man, and I just wanted to check about that with they you did guys. Not. Yeah. Louiba and Ida. Yeah, no. So I think that what we've got here is uh, five out of ten, um, you know, gaping head wounds. That's a great, 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 great guy. Uh huh. Great little thing. Plus, I think just what the one bonus point. You know, we got we got positive masculinity. It's our only bonus point, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Plus one bonus positive masculinity. Like yeah. On our patented Swayze scale. Uh, there is a goof on IMDb. Oh, goof. This yeah. movie's got some goof em ups. It says, as Philip's mother enters the church at 2805, <laughs> there is a modern evacuation light visible on the wall to the left. To the left. I didn't see it. It was back? I saw it. And to the bad. left. I didn't see it. I it, was, it was back to the left. But yeah, I didn't see it. But that's there. If anyone wants to check this out, oh, I love a goof em up, Vince. Thanks. Yeah, I, I knew I knew you'd <laughs> like them, and you know, I saved your favorite part for last, Josh. What's my favorite part? We have two taglines. All right, we're just as always. We're rating these taglines on a thumbs up or thumbs down basis, Joe. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Josh, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Number one. Thumbs up, baby. You ready? <laughs> oh, no. I thought it was number one. It was the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> number one. No, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, number one is based on a true story. <laughs> Do it in a mid-Atlantic accent. <laughs> based on a true story. Is that is that mid-Atlantic enough? Is that a word? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, based thumbs on a true story. Thumbs, thumbs down. Thumbs down. Josh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Joe, we're always at odds when it comes to taglines. I know. I like that about our dynamic, though, Josh. I like it. Based on a true story is the dumbest fucking tagline in the world. It fits this dumbass movie. <laughs> no, it's like titties, murder, oh, okay. Nazis. Going to three things. <laughs> yeah. Titties, murder, Nazis. Nailed it. Titties, murder, Nazis, tagline. I wish That's that was just thing. a sentence. Yeah. That's a single sentence. There's no periods between well, them. Welcome murder. to your episode description. Yeah, titties, yeah. murder, Nazis. Uh, and the second one, number two, the unjust murder trial of a young Jew. Wow. Just says Jew, right? Right in the tagline. Right, right to the point. Joe, on a scale of one to ten, how offensive is the tagline? To First of all, just using just using the word "Jew" in the tagline. I mean, that's not necessarily offensive, but like, it's not cool to just say "Jew." No, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah, because if you're explaining someone in the context of their religion or their ethnicity, that is okay. Well, but like, but like- when it, when you're like 
That fucking Jew. That's when it's a hard J. Like that's, that's when fair. it's a bad J. It's it also is saying though, like that's his like like that's the that's the main thing about his identity. And I guess I in, mean, the cor- in the case of the of the actual court case, it was the main thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, in in this specific context, it is the crooks of the court case. It is the important part of like why it's problematic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like he could be a Jewish young man. It doesn't even reference his gender. Yes, but if you were um, and the a gender- young Jewish woman, you'd be a Jewess. Ah, uh, yeah. yes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, well, there you go. There you go. So, the titty lady. The titty lady. Hold on, we didn't give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down yet. Oh, oh, oh. I thumbs downed that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Just I also hate like- it. You made your own. I, I give a thumbs up to Joe's. Thank, but thank you. <laughs> thumbs down Titties, to... Titties, <laughs> murder, Nazis, justice... The titty lady was in the the Rob Zombie Halloween. No shit. She was Nurse Win. <laughs> okay. Well, that's right. that's a Nurse Win. Presumably, she was the nurse that was uh, winning. Which did she have titties? Winning. She had titties. She probably has some titties. Yeah. Oh, she seems like yeah. a Rob Zombie character though. She She's does. got that fucking yeah. that particular style of American. Well, accent. she also was in. Yes. All right. She was in Werewolf Women of the SS for the Grind House, right? Oh, Who's that directed by? Is, that was by Rob Zombie. That was. Okay, so she's got multiple Nazi credits. Well, not, not a good look. Not a good look. I that, guarantee you, fucking Rob Zombie does too. I bet he wears those fucking Confederate hats sometimes. Yeah, as no, well. fuck Rob Zombie. Then she did Jump, and then she did Halloween. Wow, that's it. So she that's just a, knows Rob Zombie. Is Rob Zombie in this movie? Rob Zombie. Is Jason? <laughs> is Jason? I don't know. She did Superboy, also, and Amazon Women on the Moon. I think I tried to watch that, and it was difficult to get through. This was a movie, dude. I'm just so excited to watch a new Patrick Swayze thing. I thought we had watched them all. We're so close, dude. Yeah, we're. This pretty is my damn first close. fresh watch for a Swayze pod. It's amazing, isn't it? We've, yeah. We're finding the most obscure things. Yeah. Return of the Rebels is another obscure thing that no one has watched, but is easily available. It's on YouTube. Mm. I'm concerned about the title. Well, it's, it's a football a, it's, movie, isn't it? Okay. No, no, no. It's a motorcycle movie. It's more like the Renegades. We are oh. the Renegades. We are Renegades. Oh. I love the Renegades. See, I still can't get over how much that one dude in the Renegades, Dancer, Looks like fucking Dennis Reynolds. Mm. He looks exactly like Glenn Howerton. It's nuts. Mm. It's crazy. I loved it. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've found the Renegades or somehow have found this, write us and tell us and just let us know where you found it because, uh, you know. This, this podcast, you mean? Yeah. You want them to let us know where they found us? Yeah. Was it a sticker? Was it from seeing Point Break Live? Well, at oh, PJ's yeah. Logger House on August 2nd mm-hmm. at approximately, yeah. what, 7 p.m.? Yeah, 7 p.m. sounds about right. It's going to be free also, so make sure you come down to the Logger House in Detroit, Michigan on August 2nd. Get yourself a meatball sub. Yeah, yeah. Make it too. There's going to be fucking stuff, there's going to be things, and there's costumes, and fun. Fun for the whole family. Maybe you'll win yourself a copy of Youngblood on DVD. Yeah, maybe maybe you'll, you'll get a North and South. Who the fuck knows? Who who knows? My eyes are wide. I want a Blu-ray copy of North and South. Oh, we'll have to, we might have to make them. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go find those. That'll re-edit all the North and South. Make it all about Ashton. Mm-hmm. 
All about a- all about Ashton. Madame today. I would shoot myself if I had to watch that. All about Ashton? Yeah. I don't know. It's like I a Kardashian fucking We didn't get we didn't get to the part where she goes to uh Don't spoil it. Well whoa no, maybe we did. Oh, I forgot. We're in the second season. We're in the second book right now. Yeah, we haven't watched that in a while. Yeah, we haven't. You're in the good shit. Yeah, I know. The we're in the war right we're now. We're in the heavies, yeah. We're in the war. But yeah, come 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 to our live podcast at Point Break. It's gonna be fun. We're on email at SwayzePod on on Instagram and on Twitter at SwayzePod. I don't tweet anymore. Why would you? I don't know. Elon Musk is fucking with everything. I was so thinking about using makes it. I was I thinking about using it. threads, dude, yeah. and it, like it's gonna scrape all my data. Why would you use threads? Because I like words that are written. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I learned from Twitter is that a lot of people have opinions. Gross. So if you have some opinions, write in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have opinions. We've got opinions, too. You can see them at Letterboxd, Josh at Josh with CY. I'm at Vincent Troya. Joe, mm-hmm. do you have anything to tell the people? Would you like to promote anything or tell them where to find you? Yeah, um... Y- don't worry about what I'm doing, but worry about what my bakery is going to be doing at Forest Oak Park on Instagram. We're popping up all over the city. Um, we'll be at La Ventana. We'll be at Milwaukee Cafe. We'll be at all the coffee spots. Look for us. Like, yeah. Sounds like, sounds like a... I was trying to make up a baking pun. Do I have pluggables? I have pluggables. You have pluggables? Come on, man. I've got broadcasts from Cowhouse, you know? Like, I released an episode, like, two months ago, and there's another one coming out soon. Fuck yeah. Any day now. Any day now. Three months from now. I had the wrong theme song on the last episode. Imagine how embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah. I can only imagine how embarrassing the long theme song would be. I don't know. Did we ever put the wrong theme song on anything? Like... Just to fuck with people, should we put the Keanu Reeves theme song right here? It's Keanu 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 I am an FBI agent. Keanu.